This NFL Week One lines and schedule release edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a free bet up to five hundred dollars. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is the straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just head to getroman.com/sgp for fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the best Ball Mania Two contest, where you can win one million dollars. That's right, one million dollars. Sign up now at UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. That's UnderdogFantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Odds Jam. Odds Jam is the betting tool every sharp better needs, bringing you the latest prices and presenting the best betting opportunities. Dominate the marketplace with Odds Jam. Use promo code SGP and get five percent off at sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash Odds Jam. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog. Holy shit. It's NFL season. I I realized we were going to do a schedule react, which, you know, in hindsight was a pretty fucking stupid idea when we're looking down the barrel. Yes, at week one picks, and, and what better? I mean, the, I, I think we can all agree that uh, we we are at our best. We are in midseason form, no pun intended, when the season is going on. So why not just? Get, <laughs> I mean, all right. So true or false? You already have a week one wager. Uh, I was about to put it in, lock it up, but yes, I have an early lean Thursday night football. A couple couple schedule release thoughts before we get into actually picking. Every week one NFL line against the spread. And obviously, this is early. This is, don't hold me to these picks. Hold on. What are we doing, Sean? No, but I mean, I'm also, I'm not going to, I may, I'm reserving the right to change my mind on these picks. Well, but what what, you sound like some of these other shows now, Sean. Well, it is a, no, (laughs) no, but I'm actually picking them against the spread. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But I may change my mind between now and when the NFL kicks. That's up. okay. Opinions change, positions change. Like 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 we might have told you we we were long on Doge at one point. Still yes. still with the diamond hands, but maybe be fiscally yeah. responsible. You gotta when it hits sixty nine cents, you gotta liquidate a little bit. You gotta. It's a metaphor for life, Sean. And uh, yeah, we're live on YouTube. We're uh, we're live across the world talking. Oh, Jesus, it's May twelfth. <laughs> it's May twelfth. Ryan's all over the place. He's lost his mind. All right, we're gonna get to it. Before we do, oh, listen to that sweet, sweet sound. It means football is here. We have dates in place. The Eagles gonna be heading off in Las Vegas against the Las Vegas Raiders. Imagine all those Eagles fans in Las Vegas, and uh, of course, we'll be heading over to the Win Sportsbook, placing our bets. 
before we head over and watch the big game. You think there'll be some Eagles fans in Vegas? Oh yeah. Imagine just <laughs> 30,000 drunk Philadelphians. I don't think they like descending that Descending kind of on Las Vegas. Oh, and if you can't get to Las Vegas right now and head over to the win sports book, you can grab the next best thing. The win betting app. All you're going to do is go to winbet.com. W Y N N bet.com. Head over there, download the app and get your chance at a risk-free bet up to $500. That's right. Up to 500 bucks risk-free terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. Download the app today. W Y N N bet.com. Couple, couple schedule thoughts up top, Ryan. Of course, Bucks, Tampa Bay Bucks do open up the season at home against the Dallas Cowboys. Pretty good, uh, pretty good opening Thursday night game. Really? I my note was real th- this is the best they can do for the Super oh, Bowl wow. champs. Who would you rather give them a play? tomato can and the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys? Well, I think Dakota the, Rain gonna the be Dallas com- Cowboys losing on prime time to open the season is always a good tradition, right? Look, I agree. I'm just saying, in terms of the like, let's say you're not new Cowboys like we do. Yeah. Then maybe you want a better game than a Dak Prescott, who's he's not going to be back. I don't care. Like this is one of those games where, and I think we're going to get into it, Sean. But you know, a lot about betting a line and on May 12th is about <laughs> projecting where that line's going to go. And fuck you if this line. I mean, I get it. The Cowboys will get money, but there's no way this number doesn't land on seven. So, I don't know. Are, are you happy about the, you're you're stoked about that game, yeah. or just from the perspective of getting to, to root against the Cowboys to, to root start against the, the Cowboys like to start off the NFL season? You have a you have a very good defensive line, the Tampa Bay Bucks, yeah. very attacking. Maybe an injury week one, and I also like I also like Tom Brady in that offense going up against a very porous Dallas Cowboys offense or Dallas Cowboys defense. So yeah, I, I like it from a a number of. Uh, <laughs> A number of different reasons. Are you thinking about your Tampa stack for DFS already <laughs> for that first night? I'll tell you one game, and you you probably think I'm a homer, but I do think as far as like if you look at individual game stacks to go after the Eagles Falcons week one in a dome, two two offenses with a lot of like easy PPR points to be had going up against two defenses with secondary issues. I mean the total is only forty seven and a half I, again. I've been into some of these totals, but that feels actually pretty low for a dome game week one. What? Why don't we just go through the schedule? Okay. John? I mean, what Thursday night? I mean, obviously we're taking the Cowboys. Obviously we're advising our clients to or uh, fading the Cowboys. We're advising our clients to take Tampa minus six and a half. Tampa laying six and a half minus two seventy five on the money line plus two thirty five for the Cowboys. Fifty three is the total. My instant reaction is wow, like. <laughs> What do we expect? Why is everyone penciling the Cowboys in? What what am I? I get it. I hate the Cowboys. I need someone to help fill me in on what, what am I missing? But Sean, I, I mean, this is a team that was in, impressive from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, and then everyone thinks all the Cowboys need to do is just get Dak, and they'll be ready to roll. They were two and three with Dak as the starting quarterback, including that one win against the Falcons, which was a miracle onside kick, which the Falcons really should have won that game. And the Falcons, you know, are interesting if you like the whole like 
Pythag. Regret. I mean, there are big regressions. One stop. You know, one win uh, or sorry, one score losses. Atlanta's an ideal candidate, but Dallas. I, I don't know if they've really fixed their defense. Like, yeah, Michael Parsons should be good and should help them a little bit, but. The defensive backfield, I I still think is going to be huge issues. Like they brought in a new defensive coordinator, and it, oh hey, we just bring him in. That's going to solve all the defensive problems. That yeah. just makes no sense to me. We, and we, they're not factoring <laughs> in Ryan the possible sabotage. Oh, we are going to the uh, FSGA Fantasy Sports Gambling Association. We're going to the conference. It's being in held Dallas. in Dallas. And booking the hotel, I looked and saw that it's the on Dallas Cowboys way. I don't know the hell. I looked, there's a giant Dallas Cowboys star on the side of the hotel. You can pay, (laughs) you can pay $40 extra to uh, have a window that faces the practice field, which I I get, I get, I get it. Dallas needs the money. You got to squeeze every dollar out of people. You can. The other thing is Bellagio fountains, the beach and the Cowboys practice facility. (laughs) You can upcharge for a view. The other thing is there's apparently you can, uh, you can uh, like pay $10 for like a day pass at the Dallas Cowboys gym, Hmm. which maybe their players are playing in. And you know, I would hate for me being a clumsy guy to be in there throwing up some plates. Oh no, my slippery hands. One of them falls out of my hands and lands directly on Dakota Reigns. Prescott's ankle. I would hate for that to happen. Right? I immediately went to college age Ryan Kramer, pre real money. And I was like, well, I'm just going to have to be really hydrated so I can urinate all over the place <laughs> like a fucking dog <laughs> at a new place. Just say, this is my ter- This is my corner. This is my corner. That is a disgusting act. But getting back to the game, I, I think Dallas's defense on the road. Now it is at night, so maybe the heat isn't going to be as bad. But we always like taking these Florida teams at home early in September, and and Colorado and and you think the Broncos. Mike McCarthy's going to be working that team to to the to the <laughs> brink, like Joe Judges all rise. Oh God. hell, no, he isn't. You think they're going to get down to Tampa? Not. I am worried about the hangover, but Sean, as we know, Super Bowl teams do very well against the spread. Even last year, we saw a big spread. No big deal. Yeah. Um, so no, we were, we got cute. We took the Texans, I think, yeah. and they got out to an early seven. It's a strong lead. trend. Don't need, uh, you know, and then they kind of just cooked them uh, after that. I know the Eagles, they won and covered uh, against the Falcons after they won the Super Bowl in 2017. So I, I love this. I mean, this is lock potential, Ryan. How are we not going to have a, a Tampa Bay Bucks ticket sitting at the beautiful wind sportsbook. No, we will with some, you know, whatever sort of contest we're in. We're going to definitely make it the car. We can, say, we can just sign this up now. I'll, I'll say this uh, teaser alert. I, we will be in Vegas before yeah. week one planning on a trip out to Las we're, Vegas. We're getting prior. that. We're getting this ticket before. So we don't have to get grab seven. Yeah. Any, if you can get this below seven, I think you just load up and just fucking go. And, for and it. by the way, not to shamelessly plug fantasy. Cause we do talk that a lot, but it, I, I, Chris Godwin just keeps ending up on my hmm. team because it just seems like getting enough respect. Well, very, yeah. there's a lot. I just feel like there's a big, there's a, a lot of scenarios where Godwin is the guy at the end of the year. And so I'm just shocked how ladies falling. Anyway, Sunday, Sean Pittsburgh, Buffalo. I, you know, this is one of my favorite matchups of week one because a we get to see what we have in Buffalo. They come into this as the favorite. At, he's no longer the hunted. They're the they're the hunter. Buffalo minus uh, five and a half. Pittsburgh in that different role plus two fifteen. Fifty one is the total over. Not totals, guys, but I don't see how that doesn't go over. Um, you know. 
it's uh, assuming big Ben's all good to go. Th- again, this feels a little disrespectful. This feels like we're getting a little bit ahead our, of ourselves. Bill's mafia. I understand this line is not going n- before the season, unless something happens to big Ben, this is not a game I'm looking to bet early either. I don't, it, it's it's you're right. It's, it's going to be much a really good game and, and Pittsburgh kind of a revenge spot for them. They went up there in Buffalo got out, you know, I think they were up at halftime and then the bills just kind of stepped on their throat and really took care of business in the second half. Their offense was just dominating. I, I, and one thing to note, Sean, uh, one of the things that I, I, I updated our win total uh, tracker uh, last time we talked about them was exactly a month ago, almost April 13th. And one of the teams I noted as a mover, the Buffalo bills. Uh, this total has moved from ten and a half to eleven. There is some juice, oh, wow. so it's not a massive move, but it does show you that people are optimistic about this Bills team. And I think, in general, there's probably the most value to be had fading the public potentially in a week one. Now, you could argue that the market is going to become hyper efficient, <laughs> hyper efficient because we have so many. <laughs> Who's months. arguing that? Well, because we have a lot of time, right? Time makes the market efficient. But I think now. I almost blindly fade some of these teams that are going to be like kind of those optimistic teams that maybe are sitting on what will be a bad number. To me, this is a four point game. Yeah. The number feels slightly inflated. And so but I'm, then yeah. I, I worry, I worry we're not factoring in the home crowd yeah, maybe, enough. The maybe. juice. The fact that these yeah. rabid Buffalo Bills fans, Bills Mafia descending on this team. They this is the first time. Stage right? I don't know. This is the first time <laughs> these Bills fans have got to look at their team after a playoff win. They're kicking off this season, and maybe that maybe it's a lot of pressure. But I I don't know, man. Like That's I, I just think the juice is going to be so high in Buffalo that you got to take Buffalo minus five and a half. My my note for this game is it's going to so obviously be a game that's heavily bet. Again, it's kind of like the Tampa game. In that the other side, the dog side, is very pub like is a public side, but I think so many people are going to be like, really, Buffalo's Gretzberg is like barely any good, uh, just from remembering the end of last year. Buffalo did get start getting a lot of hype. Buffalo eleven wins on the win total. Like uh, again, I think they're overvalued in this spot. I'm I'm going Buffalo. You're taking the Steelers. I would take the Steelers at this number. Yeah, because I think it's going to go down. Jets, Carolina, uh, Carolina minus four. Sam Darnold in a rare favorite spot, also a revenge spot against that franchise, the New York Football Jets. Minus two hundred for the Panthers, plus one seventy-five for the Jets. Forty-three and a half is the total. Uh, my first instinct to this game was a holy shit! I can't wait to see what happens with Zach Wilson's mom. Unrelated to the matchup, because she seems like a fire. Oh uh, a yeah, fire we tweeted out uh, some videos Just at Gambling Podcast. No way, she doesn't. Her going say off on Snapchat or no Instagram stories. She said Snapchat is for whores. Her cancel uh, percentage is very high. I think right now it's like it's a very <laughs> volatile situation. She's not going to be week one the, starter. Yeah, I don't know if she'll be a forty-three and a half. I understand we're dealing with some teams that maybe don't have the most competent offenses, but. Uh, they also well, Carolina's defense has <laughs> a ton of issues, and and you can imagine a world where just putting Sam Darnold in there gives them a little bit of a boost. Like they have the Christian McCaffrey will be healthy. You have the it's not only a, a revenge game for Sam Darnold, but also Robbie Anderson, who you know 
He's like a, he seems like a guy who likes likes his revenge uh, best <laughs> like served cold. He he Robbie Anderson I think and the Robbie Anderson Sam Darnold connection here is very very interesting. Now maybe the Jets have the playbook on how to take Darnold down. But Carolina minus four, I'm all over it. Here. 2021, I, the year that Sean Sean stacking the money green went all in on the Sam Darnold Robbie Anderson. I, I think there's going to be big fantasy potential in Carolina. Now, maybe I'm undervaluing the targets that McCaffrey will steal away from a guy like Robbie Anderson, but they just feel like no. they have a sweet spot where the defense is still bad. They're going to be throwing a ton. They're going to be giving Darnold a ton of easy throws. Again, this seems like. It just seems like a PPR machine, Carolina. Yeah, it's hard to want to take the the Jets in this situation. So much to change and fix. Give me Carolina. I don't love the number to be honest with you, Sean. But uh, let, let's roll with it. Um, Two numbers you don't like so far out of three, Ryan. You're already uh, getting mad at these you, odds makers because you're laying four points with a team that can't play any defense. It just see like it's hard to be on the other side of that. Yeah, the other side is the Jets on the road. New coach, new quarterback, making his first start on the road. New absolutely everything. Jacksonville heads to Houston, where uh, you know Jacksonville minus two and a half, minus one forty on the money line, plus one twenty for the Texans. Forty six is the total. There's two stories here. One, the Houston's a a complete dumpster fire. Uh, But the other side of this is like really Jacksonville laying points. (laughs) Jacksonville won one game last year. Their their win total is up to six and a half. (laughs) I, I mean, a six win swing is pretty crazy, especially when you talk about putting in a rookie quarterback and bringing in a new head coach. I don't know. I, I you got to take Houston plus two and a half. This is obviously the ugliest game on the board, but Jacksonville is a road favorite, a team that won one game last year. That's insane. And especially if, if, if this Texans team has Tyrod Taylor as the starter, which is probably the most likely situation here. That's a competent quarterback. And correct me if I'm wrong. Did didn't Tyrod win the opener last year? No. No, did he lose it? No, oh, they uh didn't they they pushed against the Bengals? Oh, maybe they <laughs> yeah, they, they won, won the by game. exactly three. Yes. Yeah, they won the game. So <laughs> I, I only count in spreads. This is where, you know, the this is where you'll you'll tune on uh, the put on the TV and, and they'll remind you that these yeah, are the professional sixteen thirteen. These are professional football players playing for respect. And they're going to see Tim Tebow on the other sideline. <laughs> they're going to see Urban Meyer making a mockery of the sport, their profession. <laughs> and they're going to go out there. They're going to they're going to see Trevor Lawrence looking like a a non-binary fugazi slinging balls to Tim T. This is turned into a circus. And I could see you are the Houston Texans, and you're identifying opportunities to win games. Holy shit! You don't have too many other spots on your schedule. So rarely do you have a must win spot week one for a franchise, but this is the ultimate, right? This is the ultimate spot to take. Well, the, and, 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 and two, if we're wrong, then that, we say, Oh, fuck it. I'm out of here. Well, And you're right. It, the whole disrespect thing, everyone calling Houston, a complete pile of shit. The, the, all that is going to be leading up to week <laughs> one. And I think there's certainly a world where this Texans team kind of empties the tank Week one. I mean, I don't. I haven't even looked at who they play week two, but I'm almost just gonna automatically fade if they even if they don't win, if they just have a decent game, gonna fade the shit out of them week two. This is yeah. This is one of those like, yeah. You're right. This is a Super Bowl spot. It really is. I I will say this though, Sean. I I think we could be in a world where you could get Houston plus three. Okay, like 
I, I think as we get closer and people are like, oh shit, Deshaun who's, Watson's I mean, who's not gonna, playing. Who's gonna bet on the Texans, right? Besides us and other sharp betters, Ryan. There's the market for people betting on this Texans team is non-existent. It it, it just it, I mean, who's who's excited about betting on the Texans? You should bet it now too, because there is a chance Deshaun Watson plays. Well, I'm nah, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> probably it's a very not. small chance. Oh yeah, getting to talk about Roman baby. Maybe you're uh, coming up short. You know, you can come up short. All different. Uh, short in the golf game. I hate that when I'm putting. Come up short. You sallied it. It's, it's embarrassing, even on the golf course. More embarrassing in the bedroom. Let's be honest. Coming up short. Can't get the. Can't get it to the goal line, or you get it to the goal line, can't punch it in. I can throw sports analogies at you all day, but what I can't do is help you out in the bedroom. Thankfully, there is someone that can. GetRoman.com/sgp. Get that lead back in your pencil. Get ready to go. There should be no off season in the bedroom. Healthy sex life, ideal for you. And again, you want it taken care of by a licensed healthcare professional. Do you really want to leave your house to get this taken care of? No. Hop on their uh, virtual evaluation. Medications right for you. They can send it in a discreet two-day shipping package. Get right to your house and uh, get you going, man. GetRoman.com/sgp. Complete the online visit and get fifteen dollars off your first month. GetRoman.com/sgp. All right, Sean, let's get back into it. <laughs> that should be a catchphrase for Roman. <laughs> You're ready to get back into it. Get Roman.com slash SGP. I mean, I was thinking about it last night. Um, <laughs> okay. Just, oh, I was just thinking about like, um, a, I couldn't imagine a world where my dick didn't work all the way. Yeah, and B, I couldn't imagine not doing something about it. Like I don't do anything about my like back issues. Yeah. But my back issues have back nothing issues to do with ejaculation. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, Ryan, they could be. <laughs> your back is helpful in thrusting. I don't know. I mean, core exercises do lead to. My core seems to be pretty solid. I mean, I don't know. It's solid like 28 days out of the month. It's the two days it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Arizona heads to Tennessee, where Tennessee is <laughs> minus two and a half, minus 155. Oh, real quick before we get to that, the. Uh, They've put out the strength of schedule. Oh boy! In the schedule release, based off NFL's uh, opponent win total, Ryan, who do you think is the who? Who do you think has the hardest schedule, as far as win totals? Well, I, I mean, so you're, it's funny because I'm a little prepared for this question because I do have the win total for each division, and just based on that, I'm looking at the NFC West. So I'd imagine teams with the NFC West in their opponent tree are probably near the top. No. It oh, is uh, Oakland Raiders, or sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. All right, so uh, number two is the AFC West. So there you go. Yeah, right behind him, uh, Raiders, Steelers, Texans, Bengals, Lions. Five hardest, five easiest. 49ers by a decent margin. Then Cowboys, Browns, Broncos, Bucks, Fins, Colts, Eagles, Jags. And then a bunch of teams stuck in the middle there. I mean, Giants are thirteenth uh, hardest. That's right in the middle, I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know. People doing strength of schedule off of wins from last year—that's well, that's silly. Win totals is the only thing that actually makes. And sense. I was going to say, I don't know if you're looking at the same thing as I am, but 
our guy Moonoff, who you know, multi-tool asset over the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, a host of the MLB podcast, helps to the M- NBA gambling podcast. He just sent over a spreadsheet, chock filled with win total, strength of schedule data. So, um, oh sounds God. like I should be in Slack. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I'm sure if, if Moonoff's not watching already, I'll I'll, uh, I'll, t- I'll inform him that Sean needs this too. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, like kind of transitioning into what I did, I did mine a little bit of data and it does seem uh, not so much looking purely at like how good are the win totals for each division, but more which divisions moved since the last time we did win totals. And really it's the NFC North uh, that got an uptick surprisingly. Mm. So the, the Aaron Rodgers doubt created the overall win total of the division to go up, which is pretty interesting. But the interesting nugget is overall win totals went up 0.1. So what does that tell you? The draft happens. People are optimistic about their team. They're betting (laughs) overs. Sean, only two teams moved in the direction down only the Ravens from 11 to 10 and a half with heavy juice and the Raiders from seven and a half to seven moved down. Every other move was up, so I, I don't know if that tells you that it's 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 maybe people are betting earlier. Maybe that's sharp money, and it's purely just bad numbers. I, I don't know what to take out of that, but I certainly think for these week one lines, it means you you pound you know similar strategy, right? You take your favorites now. You maybe wait for the dogs. Arizona, Tennessee, Tennessee minus two and a half. Ryan Tannehill minus one fifty five. Arizona plus one thirty five. Fifty one and a half is the total. Yeah, this this is one of those numbers where you know I I don't I've been decently high on the Titans all off season. I feel like I, I've taken them. I've taken. They them were over. the redheaded stepchild of the show, talking a ton mm-hmm. of shit. But now it's time to tighten up. Tennessee minus two and a half. Why is this not three, three and a half? You have a non-conference road game. You have Arizona not in the dome. I'll say this. I, I think. You, I mean, Tennessee you, has its issues with defense, and we'll see how they do without Corey Davis. But you have a, you have Derrick Henry who's going to be precious in the season against a against an Arizona defense that isn't particularly physical yet. And they just now the Cardinals are shopping Jordan Hicks because they want to play the rookie linebacker. So that to me, it, I mean, a rookie linebacker against Derrick Henry. Now I, I like their I'm I'm fine with the draft pick, but I think your first game you're on the road and you got to tackle Derrick Henry. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, you know you're supposed to lay the what is it? Take the two and a half, lay the three and a half. I just think to your point, this is going to land on three, and I think you're just betting it now because it's going to land on three. I would also say I I think Arizona more than most teams. Like I got to see it. I, I don't know if. Ha- I don't know if a, a summer of practice is beneficial to Cliff Kingsbury because everyone gets the practice. So is this help? Is the added preparation helping or hurting you? And I think for like Kingsbury, I don't know if it helps. I think it lets everyone else see what they're doing. And, and again, I, I think you know I, I don't know where you've been. Uh, let's see, Sean, I'll, how you've been with the Cardinals. Uh, you you're over. I'm under. I just think there's there's a version of this where the extra preparation for all the other teams, like everyone's anticipating this big step for the Cardinals because they're going to have all this offseason preparation and all these tools. But what if it's just that everyone catches up to the air raid and that's why the air raid's never been run at the NFL level? And so 
I love Tennessee in this spot. Like this is this this is definitely one that I would grab now. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna minus two and a half especially. It's gonna be three Chargers. They're heading to the capital to take on the football team, aka the Redskins. Redskins plus one oh five plus uh, plus one and a half plus one oh five. That's not bad. Forty four and a half is the total. A Chargers as a road favorite is just this is just I mean uh, come on this is stupid. The, the, Ryan Fitzpatrick and the and one of the best defenses in football is not like I I know the Chargers have a new coach. I, I, I do think the Red, the Redskins defense is getting a little overhyped. They're a little good. overhyped. They're good, and I like them here as a home dog. The last time we saw them, they were giving Tom Brady his toughest test on the way to the Super Bowl. So yeah, but also let's remember the game before with Taylor where, Heineke, where the Eagles were trying to tank the game. Wait, and, what? And the um. No, I mean they put in Nate. You, Sudfeld. you mean they were trying to see what they had in Nate Sudfeld? Yeah, they were giving Nate Sudfeld a look. I forgot. And, uh, and the division was on the line, and Washington still <laughs> almost lost that game. That's true. Like they looked really well, bad. Well, there. I think it's more a statement of the division as a whole last year. Big shit show. But you know what? I think new system, new systems. It's hard to want to take a team coming out of the gate laying the points. We don't know anything. It's, I mean, about. it's just it's the Chargers in the Eastern Time Zone. Non-conference road game opening day. I, I just think this is a tough spot for them. Although, again, I really like Justin Herbert. Um, I'm high on him. Uh, I, I I like Herbert to win the MVP at twenty to one. I'll take Washington plus one and a half right now because the number seems a little off, and I like the idea of Fitz Magic early in the season. I think there's a point where a couple games in he hits the wall or he he I, he gets injured. Yeah. Like I, I I love Fitz Magic, but I don't know how much he's got in this tank. I, I think he's got. I mean, look, we're seeing is there, guys. Is there a chance anyone with Fitzmagic starts? I don't think so. I think if Fitzmagic was like d- had a different face, he would look more athletic. I, I think he's an athletic he dude. He reminds me who's of- playing long in his career, and guys are playing longer. And I, I think it's fine. You know, I just think he. I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see. We're we're gonna be like oh shit they got receivers like well, that's what we're gonna notice because last year they had Alex Smith and Dwayne Haskins and Taylor Heineke and a bunch of guys who couldn't throw the ball downfield and now we're gonna see a guy who loves to throw the ball downfield to me every week one we have a couple games where you have that like oh shit and I'm gonna be high on the Chargers I just don't think this line closes with the Chargers being the favorite again I think the line's on the wrong side of zero. Sean, your Philadelphia Eagles heading to Atlanta. So yeah, and I was going to say you talked about uh, Fitzmagic's look. He looks like Gus Chiggins. If you've ever seen that old Will Ferrell sketch, I think it actually got cut out of SNL. But just Google <laughs> Gus Chiggins, old prospector. It's about a, uh, a Will Ferrell plays an old mining character that they that they bring out to Afghanistan for some reason to hunt for Osami bin Laden. It is uh, it's an all time. Why so did they take up. it down? So strange. Philadelphia, the Eagles, they head to Atlanta, take on the Falcons, where the Falcons are laying four minus one ninety on the money line. Eagles plus one seventy. Forty seven and a half is the total. Sean, I agree with your total take here. Feels um, low. I, I think this is gonna be a you know, like 35, 31 game. I, I think it's gonna be I mean, I to me I think a comparable game is the Eagles Cardinals last year in that dome. Similar setup, similar similar offenses that can move the ball and put up points. Obviously Kyler's a different uh, quarterback than Matt Ryan as far as skill set, but 
The Eagles struggle with tight ends. Kyle Pitts could have a decent day. I'm still worried about our second cornerback. Uh, they're they're talking to that uh, kid on the Steelers. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but they're they maybe they sign him. I think they're going to sign someone as their second cornerback. But I I think the Eagles are going to be able to move all. I'm optimistic about this offense. I'm optimistic about Devonta Smith in a dome. I I don't. I think the I think the Falcons are going to have trouble guarding. He's him. played in that dome before. You know? Yeah, and he's he's done. Huge things. I, the Eagles getting four points. It's a he, gift. He Let's could fucking be, go. He could be used to getting Chick Fil A though before the game. No Chick Fil A this <laughs> Sunday. Uh, look, my my take on this is that I, I think Atlanta's a, a team that you're buying. I think if you buy the the what they've that what they've clearly signaled is like they're going for it. I think this is a, a a strange number because I think Atlanta historically has gotten three and a half points for home field, and I no. I think just being in a dome. Atlanta, might, no. Uh, okay. Well, I, I mean, I think, I think, I think this is a strangely small number based on the fact that we we don't know what we're going to get from this Eagles team, and I think I'm willing to trust the guy that made Ryan Tannehill look really fucking good a little bit more than you know Sirianni and his simple systems. So I'm actually gonna, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Atlanta, not not so much because I want to hate on the Eagles because I do think Wait, this is gonna you be. You mean you mean the guy that made? Oh, you said Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Yeah, the the new head coach of the, yeah, yeah. the Falcons, and I I just think that I'm I'm gonna bet. I, I think the number probably sits around here, probably a good number. I just think that you know this this has uh, firework potential, so I'm not really concerned about four versus seven. So let's lay it. Seattle, Indy. It's almost like they know the games we like to watch, Sean. You're going to have a hard time focusing on this one, but Russ and the Seahawks, they head to Indy where the Colts are minus two and a half, minus 155 on the money line. Seattle plus 135. 52 is the total. I mean, God, Russ early season is sometimes a frustrating guy to watch, but. Yeah, it's weird because normally they're kind of slow out of the gate, the Seahawks, but. And then they end up closing really strong. I mean, either way, they're going to get to that ten wins. They're going to hit the over on the win total. But always. Oh, they always do. I, yeah, I'm kind of worried about this Seattle offensive line against the Colts team again. I'm not like in love with Quiddy Pay, but I, I like the idea that they spent a first round pick there. They, again, they were kind of celebrating in their draft room. They thought the yeah, Giants were going to take them. They, they were going Quiddy Pay. Maybe uh, I mean Wentz against the Seahawks. I don't know. I, Seattle's an interesting team. I think this is an interesting game both ways. I think you have no idea what this Seattle team is going to look like coming out of the gate, and I have no idea what to expect from Carson Wentz. I mean, this was a guy who turned into a glorious bitch. He went from like a hardcore dude from North Dakota to a whiny millennial bitch. Ginger Judas turned his back on the city of Philadelphia. Doesn't want anything to do with us. I'm taking Seattle here, but this is uh this is going to be a tough game for them too, especially if John Taylor gets going. The Seattle has like a decent I mean, I I'm just looking back and and thinking about how they kind of got their ass kicked and really got pushed around by that Rams team at home. So be interesting to see how they bounce back from that. Uh, I'll take Seattle plus 2 and a half. The more that I look the more that I like consume NFL stuff, the more that I do, I do worry a little bit that this Seattle team could just be super overvalued. And this, this could just be a bet of Russ is going to beat Carson Wentz. Uh, but this number should be three, uh, at least Seattle, not, not a team known for, you know, going on the road and doing shit all the time. I, I don't understand why this isn't three points. So what are you taking Colts? 
Indy minus two and a half run. Uh, do, You've you, taken one road team. I've taken taken two. Yeah, I mean it, it's hard to take some of these road teams. Minnesota heads to Cincy. Mi- Minnesota minus three on the road in Cincy. Wow, minus one fifty five on the money line. Bengals plus one thirty five. Forty seven is the total. Dude, well, I, I, I mean, Burrow's not going to be ready. This you give me the take, give yeah. me the Vikings minus three, and I, and this is one of these games we're picking now. This is one I would I would bet early. Uh, really? I mean, this one and this Bucks game, yeah, taking the Vikings minus three on the road. Why? Why do you? Why do you want to grab this one now? Well, because I I'm worried about Joe Burrow's yeah. ACL. Like they they just kind of have talked about like yeah he's going to be ready, but we've seen quarterbacks and Wentz who went down at a similar time, and, and they were obviously pushing to come back and and they wanted him to start the. Season because they, you know, they just won the Super Bowl. They wanted to make it make it clear that Wentz was the starter. They're not back yet, though. You know, he still missed the first two games, and then even after that, he still didn't look the same for a big part of the season. And why is Joe Burrow so good, or at least why did he look decent enough? Again, I I still think Burrow the he's he's not like a gold jacket Hall of Famer like everyone. I feel like the media is just like, okay, Joe Burrow, he's fantastic. Next, part I of like, what made him I, fun was he was scrappy and he like. Put I like his head Joe down, Burrow, you know? but I don't. I think we're underestimating his ability to slide around the pocket. The guy loves holding on to the ball, and now he's going to lose a little bit of that elusiveness. It, it really, as unfortunate as uh, as it is, it reminds me a lot of of Carson Wentz, where a ton of promise. He gets the ACL injury and the spring in the pocket, maybe not be there. This Vikings team's going to come in. I think they'll be ready to go. It's a low pressure early start for Kirk Cousins. Three in points Cincy, in Cincy. Yeah, I will but say he's not like a tough place to play. This all right. So let me ask you this: When you saw this number, did you assume that this involved Burrow playing? Yeah, really. Yeah, I, I I'm not so sure this line is with Burrow playing. Well, then who's like uh, I, I'm saying like if Burrow's playing, I think this would be like Cincy minus two and a half. Oh, actually. wow! I, I don't. Why is Minnesota a team that should get a ton of respect on the road against a, a team that was covering at a nice clip with Joe Burrow at the helm? Um, yeah, I. I would have to imagine that Kirk Cousins is getting this much love because they're they're concerned as well, like we are. I mean, also Joe Burrow won what two games last year? He covered a lot though, Sean. He covered a lot, and that's what we're talking about here. But I'm with you. I take Minnesota because I just don't think like their plan isn't the number two guy. And to your point, the number two guy isn't gonna. I, I think if this is the, I think if this line, if they knew, or if they didn't think Joe Burrow was playing, this is a close to a touchdown. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm a little off there. No, I mean we'll see if they if they actually announce. And do you even know the Bengals? I'm gonna have to Google their uh, depth chart because I can tell you off the top of my head. Ryan Finley, right? Yeah, if Ryan Finley's starting, you don't think this is six? I, uh, you know, I like to root for Ryan's, but uh, yeah, you're mm, you're probably right. Maybe uh, that's that's interesting. I I assume this was involved because I I figured, but uh, well, maybe they split the difference a little bit, but. It certainly goes to three and a half. I'm with you. San Francisco heads to Detroit. Niners, huge favorite, minus seven and a half, minus three sixty on the money line. Detroit plus three hundred. Forty seven is the total. Sean, before we get to this game, shout out to the YouTube chat. Shane asking, are we gonna get a lock dog tease? <laughs> obviously. Sure. Obviously. Stupid <laughs> no, no stupid questions, but that was a stupid question. 
I mean, San Francisco, not sure who the quarterback's going to be. I, I laughed earlier. Uh, NFL Network put up a graphic talking about Trey Lance where they listed other notable quarterbacks on the roster and put Josh Rosen ahead of Jimmy Garoppolo, which was, eh, I don't know, shots fired. I mean, if this is Jimmy G, you almost, you almost like it a little bit better, but we never liked laying that many points with Jimmy G. This is a just this is this is just nothing but a conspiracy to make me pick the Lions. What, they made the, it seven what, and a half just to get, to get some line at lines action. Doing here? Why why are the Niners laying seven and a half? How <sighs> Shanahan he must know how to just massage the prostate of the fucking analytics community and just in the right way. Everyone loves him. Kyle Shanahan and I'm gonna look in the the camera as I deliver this high uh, this hot take. Oh, here we go. Kyle Shanahan is pot is <clears throat> Kyle Shanahan is the most <laughs> overrated coach in the NFL today. Twenty nine and thirty five as a head coach. I mean, Doug Peterson would have been running out of town. He lost the Super Bowl. Six and ten, four and twelve, thirteen and three, six and ten. And yeah, they've had some issues at quarterback. But a lot of it is he wanted to bring these guys in. They got injured. But if you're a really good coach, you figure out ways. The the annoying thing is the rap on Shanahan is he can win with any quarterback. That Shanahan system, they can win with any quarterback. Can they? Because they've had three seasons where he won six games or less. And we're just anointing this guy. The, 2019 was the outlier for the 49ers. The business as usual, six and fucking ten, six and eleven. That's the new normal for Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is the most overrated coach in the NFL. I I don't have uh, much. To I mean, add. Ryan, you're right. Like, why did why is everyone slobbering all over this? I, guy? I mean, this is you know we all have our favorite members of the media to hate, and some of them it's it's just the way they anoint that everything that they do is. Are we are we forgetting their GM is a guy who smashed people with his four? What did I say? He was a welcome mat. Like I, I mean, I don't know why this organization is getting so much fucking credit. This is the organization that brought you Solomon Thomas. How's he's how's he doing? I mean, I, I don't know why they don't right. They he can win with any quarterback, and yet he's still searching for a goddamn quarterback. It's a lot. You know, and what? He, and I don't he gave up set. a ton of dra- that trade up was horrible. I, I'm that gonna, was horrible. You didn't need to do that to no. get Trey Lance. You just didn't. No, and, and and I think you know I'm gonna say something very controversial here, Sean. Yeah, a little John Gruden esque, right? <laughs> At least John Gruden won a Super Bowl. All right, let's yes. get back to the game. I mean, well, Ryan, what? okay, what, I'm what, gonna give you. you, you I'm gonna, who has a higher winning percentage in the National Football League as a head coach? Please make it Ben McAdoo or Kyle Shanahan or Ben McAdoo. <laughs> Did I read your mind with Ben? Ben McAdoo. Yeah, of course he does. Because he had he the does. outlier season two, eleven and five. Yeah, yeah, and then the boat trip happened. So, <laughs> I just the Kyle Shanahan love is is just mind boggling, boggles my mind. Uh, look, the other angle here for this one, uh, plus eight and a half. Jared Goff, he's played against the Niners before. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's an angle. I mean, no, I think it's just too many team, too many points to give this Detroit team. And again, we well, I, I don't know if I'd be caught on tape saying that, but I think this is too many points to just lay to give with this a Niners team, team. Not necessarily the Detroit team, a team. And as much as I'm, you know, a, a shareholder in Jared Goff sucks island, and yeah. I don't want to say this, but Jared Goff went on, on the road and won a game with a broken thumb in Seattle, and then the next yeah. week in Green Bay, he didn't look horrible. I mean, again, I don't think he's 
like a top 10 NFL quarterback, but there are times when he plays top 15, there's situations where he's in the top 20. I think again, I the think really, the really, the really, the least- who's San Francisco's quarterback. You're laying seven and a half points no. on the road, and we don't know the quarterback. And I think we could be talking. Throw my laptop. I mean, we're talking about a situation where Trevor Lawrence could be favored and Trey Lance could be favored. Uh, and if Trey Lance is favored by seven and a half, find me one smart person on well, that side. John Jones uh, pointing out in the uh, YouTube uh, chat room. Why <laughs> is why is the, why is the Forty ers win total ten and a half? I mean, again, this just kind of shows you the 49ers hype. They got their quarterback figured out. Did they? Cause by all accounts, Trey Lance, he threw 318 passes college at FCS football. Uh, and I love FCS football. <laughs> Stone Lebanowitz has thrown more yeah. FCS football passes. He just hasn't, he bar- he didn't play a ton in high school. Sean, so if he's not ready, <laughs> then you're running back an injured Jimmy G or Josh Rosen. And Sean, we, um, we guessed the total earlier in the, the, the winter fall or spring. I had eight and a half. You had nine and a half. I, I don't know. I don't know what 10 and a half is about. I certainly don't know what. Well, yeah, and, I, and my guess was like inflating G. it, yeah, with inflating it with the idea of like the, and people love this Niners. Team. No, I don't see it. We should end this with a disclaimer that the the Lions could be fucking horrible. Yeah, <laughs> they could be bottom barrel. I, I, but think- if there's a team that is going to scrap every week and definitely, I think will almost certainly perform the spread just because they're going to be so bad. And typically, bad teams catching a lot of points are probably going to overperform the spread. Did, I think the Lions are a team you could, especially early in the season. Everyone's going to be like the Lions fucking suck. The head Dan coach, Campbell yeah. is going to be drinking an insane amount of pre-workout. They're going to h- hook like an EKG <laughs> up to his heart. It's going to explode. He's going to be amped out of his mind. Yeah. Again, this to me feels like similar to that Houston game, and that Houston game is a division game against a rookie quarterback. Little here, but this is a touchdown plus. Oh, hold on, that you bring up a good point. If if this Detroit team, they're professional athletes on defense, no yeah. doubt. Uh, some of them overpaid, still professionals, and they're going to have a rookie who they they see can't even complete the ball at sixty percent at the college level, at the FCS level coming in. They're going to want to eat. This is how you get the, get off to your bonus year. You know, you want to get that bonus paid at the end of the year. Get started get, get against some the sacks early. Week one, stack it up. Oh, new sponsor to the program, Ryan. Mm. Odds Jam. What is Odds Jam? Great question. It's a uh, it's a pretty sweet betting tool. This is for uh, sharp betters like myself and like Kramer. At least at times, we'll see. A couple of his picks were non-sharp. I'll talk to him after the show. It's it's pretty sweet. You you log on to your Odds Jam portal and it'll show you where wherever you're at, whatever location, whatever sort of betting setup you have, it'll show you all those lines and kind of give you highlight the best prices. What what they're really cool at, at doing is arbitrage opportunities. So, they'll highlight games where hey, in your area, the the sports book you have access to, there are you can bet both sides of the game, guarantee yourself a profit. Sure, it's only a couple percent, but you add those up. And again, it's guaranteed. You can easily pay for your Odds Jam subscription just by uh, getting down on some of these arbitrage opportunities. Dominate the marketplace with Odds Jam. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Odds Jam. Use that promo code SGP for 5% off. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Odds Jam. I also just. Like the term odds jam. Sounds like you, a concert 
or you would go to, and and it's just guys rocking out. Jam's a good talking word to a, say. talking about gambling. You know, don't take the acid over at Odds Jam, man. That brown <laughs> acid was floating around the parking lot of Odds Jam. A couple guys freaked out. See, I what I thought about when I heard Odds Jam was like, you know, a nice, nice fifty milligrams, <laughs> and then just a a quiet night in the in the garage with a chalkboard <laughs> and the week's lines, and I'll, I'll figure it all out. Beautiful mind it. style. All right, Sean, let's move to the afternoon slate. Only four games, not horrible, but that that's you know, it could be worse. It could be three. Cleveland heads to Kansas City for a revenge. Well, we'll be we'll be in Vegas, so that's it, not it doesn't as, really matter. You're right. No, Cle- it's it's more of a concern when we have four TVs, and then no, what do you perfect. do with the third TV? Yeah, it's it's perfect here, but we get the Cleveland Kansas City matchup that everyone has been clamoring for now, since is- Madden Mayhem when they met Hell in the yeah. final. Uh, Cleveland Browns yeah, catching one of those guys who will get penetration. The Browns are catching six plus two thirty on the money line. Chiefs, a lot of hangover in the water right now. Plus or minus two seventy. Fifty three and a half is the total. Boy, are the Browns not? Aren't you seeing the snowball start to roll down the hill? What a smart organization! <laughs> How many smart moves can this organization make? Oh, what a smart coach! No one's talking about how they might not have the right quarterback. The Browns will mm. 100% not pursue a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Why the fuck not? Well, you I mean, they're, they're just Mayfield. like the Giants, you know? They they have their quarterback, they're locked yeah, up. Yeah, and if I was a Browns fan, I'm like, good, you're committed. But I would also, I am not I am a believer in Danny <laughs> Dimes. I am not a believer in in Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I mean, Baker's won a playoff game. I, as much as we yeah. give I I'm not super high on Baker, but I think the Browns have done. They're smart. They, yeah, they've put the perfect team and perfect setup around Baker. They, they've built a Baker-proof team that that even Baker Mayfield, with his obvious shortcomings, can't fuck up. I, I think even that being said, though, I'm going Kansas here minus six. I think in a, in a weird way, maybe it's a maybe it's almost a revenge game for the Chiefs. Um. You know, because they they probably feel like they should have beat the Browns by more when they played in the playoffs, and I think the Chiefs got embarrassed in that Super Bowl. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes he's a pretty prideful guy. I think opening day he's going to want to go out and you know make this a is, statement. This is a man who is a and, com- and Andy Reid opening day is very strong representative. He is a uh, an ambassador to the city of Kansas City. He is he is there for the long haul. And they're going to be back, and it's going to be a moment. Every like, I think that's the other element here, and we've kind of touched on this. I'm I've got a lot of home teams. You do as well. We last year the big the big narrative was how home field didn't matter, and how home even before that, right? Like we were starting to talk about how home field, the good teams are going on the road and they care of business. And I think there's such an emotional component to what's going to occur at these football games. I think this is going to be one of those like metaphorical things getting back to. Mo- I think there's going to be way too much said about this week one, but I think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be this juice in the stadiums for these home teams that is going to be hard to match. And and I think uh, an electric environment. I think everyone is going to be juiced up to a certain level. I just think a team like Kansas City that knows how to to fucking tap into their home crowd. And also on the other side, like the ultimate got heel who knows how to buckle under the pressure and Baker may. I love this spot for Kansas City. I'm with you, Sean. I 
I'm going to be fading Kansas. I mean, this is a Kansas City minus seven. I I do wonder if the line's going to move the other way because everyone's going to be really cute and talking about how smart the Browns are all off season. Fantasy community is going to drive people to loving the Browns. Lots of opportunity. I I don't know. I'm on Kansas City with you. Miami heads to New England. Ah, uh, the the baby whale. This is the ultimate baby whale game, Sean. Because it's a baby fucking wheel, man. Oh, will we see Mac Jones? Will we see Cam Newton? New England minus two and a half, minus one forty on the money line. Miami plus one twenty. Forty five and a half is the total. This is a total homer bet, one way or another. You well, either it's, it's my two. Li- yeah, it's the two quarterbacks I love to bet against and fade in Tua and probably Cam Newton. Uh, Cause I do think they, they probably give cam like one or two courtesy starts and then they bring in the rookie. I, I, you know, I don't think we've addressed the fact that the Belichick is not drafted well. Yeah. And you know, I think we were all kind of discussing how there's nothing exciting about Mac Jones. Like he ran a, he ran the Alabama offense. And so look, He's committed to Cam Newton. He drafted Mac Jones. Like at some point, maybe we have to not trust his personnel credibility. And I don't know why everyone is just assuming that the Patriots are going to be able to score points. And I, I trust this Miami team. They're going to be ready. Brian Flores is going to know what to do here. Look, I'm going. I'm going. I'm taking, New a, I'm taking a bad position. I think here, I'm going I'm, New England minus two and a half in the hopes that they see the light and they start Mac Jones and that he comes in <sighs> and they can execute a, a Josh McDaniels offense. You're crazy if you want to lay points with Mac Jones week one of his uh, career. I think I think Mac Jones is going to be a better quarterback than Tua. I think Mac Jones. You mm. want a hot take, Mac. Mac Jones will be the best Alabama quarterback. Sean, save some of these hot takes. <laughs> I mean, I, I think see. I think Mac Jones is better than Tua. I do, and I think we're going to see year one. And it's not just me saying it. Talk to his receivers. Talk to people. At, uh, my sources inside the Alabama building. They, it's not they say hard. Mac Jones is a better quarterback, right? I mean, it's not hard to. I mean, I would say that Mac Jones also had a a, a limited amount of adversity. Uh, in his start, starting oh, what season, what was Tua dealing with? I think a little bit closer competition. I mean, that Alabama team rolled, and you could argue that it was partly, partially Mac Jones. I'm just not willing to die on the Mac Jones is any good island. I would, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how good he is, but I do know he's better than Tua. I'm, I'm thinking no. New England minus two and a half. It's tough because I. I love everything about the Miami team except their quarterback. Like You're, they have I, a really good. Team minus their quarterback. I feel like your uh, your your staunch Tua is just absolute trash. Is forcing me into this weird position where I'm becoming Defend a Tua a, a Tua sympathist. I'm not a Tua sympathist. I like him in this spot against Sham Newton and or Mac Jones. The Broncos, Sean, they head to the Meadowlands, to beautiful New Jersey, to take on my Giants and Danny Dimes. The Denver Broncos are laying a point minus one fifteen on the money line. Giants are. Even money minus 105. 43 is the total. Both teams should roll out nice defenses. Both teams, a lot of question on the offensive side of the ball. If if Aaron Rodgers shows up, uh, obviously Denver, this number is going to move. My instincts, though, say, wow, we've spent a lot of time talking about how Drew Locke is a millennial pussy piece of <laughs> shit. I don't know if I trust him to hit the road here. I know you're going to find a way. To talk about how Danny Dimes isn't going to get it done here, but I I think 
I think he gets it done. I think we love taking Denver early in the season at yep. home. Well, I love I love home. taking I love taking teams playing Danny Dimes, <laughs> who's only he's eight and eighteen as a starter. Oh, it's funny. I here we go. <laughs> I mean, I again, if I had to choose uh, between a quarterback starting this year, I would I would choose Drew Locke over uh, Daniel Jones. I think yeah, that's insane. I think Dan, how's that insane? You're, He's you're, Daniel Jones is eight and eighteen as a starter. Drew Locke's okay. eight and ten. I, I mean, agree. I, I, I agree. I they're both not good. I understand you're trying to like make a hot take. Or no, something. that's not a hot take. It, it, you're you're insane. You want to start a franchise with Drew Locke over anyone? He's the worst. He's the worst starting quarterback in the National Football League. No, Cam Newton's worse. And I would just say okay. if you're if you're choosing between those two, and it's not a great choice. Watch the way they throw the ball, Sean. You're insane. Drew Locke doesn't have any arm to. Dan, Drew Locke doesn't have Danny. Drew Locke. Might Drew Locke doesn't turn the ball over. You're right. Danny Dimes, doesn't take. Danny Dimes has this has this horrible problem of 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 naivete. I'll say, but his arm talent, his physical traits are just better. So you're never starting with Drew Locke over Danny Dimes. You're crazy. Garrett's gonna fix the fumbling problems this year. <laughs> Uh, you're cra- uh, this is a crazy number. Uh, give me the giant. I mean, the, come on, this is ridiculous. I like it. I uh, like Drew, Drew Lock is a <sighs> Drew Lock. Drew Lock's not a good quarterback, but he's again, he's better he's than laying points on the road against the competent defense. Well, and, they, and you want to talk about competent defenses? I think both the teams. Broncos defense. Well, so so they both Drew Lock and Daniel Jones have both benefited from having good Agreed. defenses, right? And ones. Eight and eighteen, and the others eight and ten. I mean, I don't know why you insist on continuing to look in that rearview mirror, Sean. We're, we're, <laughs> I like, know. I mean, I'm. I'm you, happy. Like to, you would. You would. You would to a man to your father say, "Hey, you want to start a football team with Drew Locke? Come on. No, but if, I, if my dad on. said we're starting a football team, we have two choices between Daniel Jones, a guy with zero pocket awareness, or Drew Locke. I would Stop take Drew it. Locke. It's a tough decision, but as an owner, no, as a GM, these are the decisions take. I have to take. It's bad take. I have to make. <laughs> it's a bad one. Either way, it's a bad one. All right, let's. No, I I think the I I think Denver is a solid team. I I like their defense, and I think they're going to be able to control this game. I I think the Giants again they they haven't addressed the offensive line. I think that's the biggest hole. Again, the quarterback issues aside, you think he's a pro bowl talent. I disagree. I think the giants have a better roster than the Broncos. They have a better, they they have a, even in your crazy world, a slightly better quarterback. And I think the fact that they're at home and Denver doesn't have that home field, it's going to be a a scrappy low scoring game. I don't think the giants have a, a good home field. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, whatever, whatever you want to say, you're, you're giving the Broncos a, a lot of credit that, you know, they don't have a ton of depth on the offensive line. They don't have, they don't have a lot of things as well. So I don't think I don't, they're, they're a team with a lot of interesting weapons without a quarterback as well. So they, I'm just pointing out they well, shouldn't and Aaron Rodgers gets traded there. This minus one's going to look even better. Uh, oh, I completely agree. Comple- so if you, if you have information that he's going there, I'll take the minus one with you. And then the Giants will no, shock not. the world. <laughs> you wouldn't take. Speaking it. of Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers—they're heading to New Orleans. Minus two and a half for the Saints. Minus one thirty-five on the money line. Green Bay plus one fifteen. Fifty-one is the total. Uh, we knew Drew Brees wasn't to this well, and one. Ryan but and and shout out to Jake uh, Paquin. I mean, we we breezed past the idea that Teddy B could be the starter, and you give sure. me Teddy Bridgewater in that Broncos offense. Look out, baby. 
I have a feeling Vic Fangio is not going to like that. Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater was talking shit about his old team, old school football guy like that. If, if you're, if you got, if you're letting leaks out, like, you know, now what are you going to do later? So I, I feel like that was a bad strategic move from Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I, I just, I mean, if you think about it, if you're on, if he's on your team and now he's talking shit about his old yeah, team, I, I agree. Keep it in the locker. I'm just saying. So, I mean, green Bay now, Aaron Rodgers might not be back a uh, question mark. Jameis Winston minus two and a half first Aaron Rodgers. Like just start with that. That's the wrong number, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the fact that you can still bet this green Bay plus two and a half, you have to take whoa, whoa, it just because I, I, I don't think the Packers are going to trade him. So I think it's going to come down to, does he want to play football? I think eventually if I had to guess right now on may the 12th, 2021, I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers is playing week one. And if you yeah. can bet plus two and a half, take it because even, even if um you know, even if Jordan loves stars, you're going against Jameis Winston. We, st- we, you know, last ultimate saw, wild card. Last we saw Jameis Winston, he was in the 30 30 club. So, all right. Sunday night football, Sean, Chicago heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. All, all, already a familiar foe for Matt Stafford laying seven against the Bears, minus 340. Bears plus 280, 45 and a half is the total. I think we're overvaluing. Um, the defenses in this game. I think this game goes over. I, I don't know if we're going to have truly elite defense from the Rams or the bears this year. And the, uh, you know, on the other side of this, Sean, you lay in seven with Stafford. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not like, you know, I'm not a complete hater, but I do think the story of he co- Certainly, the idea that he's going to be like a legit MVP candidate, I I think, is a little overblown. I mean, his stats against the Bears solid, eleven and nine as a starter, probably one of the better, you know, teams as far as what he matched up: thirty-two touchdowns, twenty-three interceptions. Worth worth noting here. We'll see how their offense looks in the preseason. I don't know, but both these teams, right? I think seven is a lot. And you taking Dalton plus seven? No, but I Fields think if Justin Fields starts, we see this all these all the time with quarterbacks that come in that have the ability to move around in the pocket, create some plays, rushing. I mean, even who was the guy that started last year for the Rams? Uh, Wolford, the Wolf of Wofford, Wofford, <laughs> Wolford. That guy kind of looked like a live dog. I I'm gonna take Chicago plus seven with the idea that Justin Fields comes in here, makes enough couple like scrambles and plays to keep them in this game. Yeah, and I I do I I would like to call out. I think if you put Justin Fields on the field against this Rams defense, like, is that the best strategic move? Don't you wait? Don't you throw Dalton out to the Wolves? Don't you let Dalton take it on the chin? I, I don't. So I, I think there's some level of you know letting Fields have an oppor- a better opportunity to not fail. We're talking about a team that had the number two adjusted sack rate last year. Yeah, and so I I do think you have to put some thought into like do, do you want to potentially ruin Justin Fields with an eight sack game to start <laughs> his career? Well, but are you gonna be? For here for Justin Fields' career, if you don't get some wins, especially some nice primetime wins, I'm going to take the Rams. Here. Matt Nagy. I'm going to take the Rams here. I, I think you know at some point we maybe have to stop assuming Matt Nagy's going to become a good coach. That's the other thing, right? Right. Like but we, I, we, think, we slam I think he's, Shanahan. I think he's coaching for his job, and I think. But are the start players? Fields. But are the players playing for Matt Nagy? 
that's, that's a good point. It's not something you they're hear playing too for much. themselves. Well, of course, they're playing for their next pick. Baltimore, Las Vegas, Monday Night Football in the Death Star. Ravens minus four, minus two ten on the money line. Vegas is a plus one eighty dog to open that building. Fifty two is the total. I don't know how they get it done. I don't give a shit what happens. I am absolutely going to take this Ravens team that yeah. opening day. This just seems like a defense that Lamar Jackson can carve up. He, oh no, he, I'm taking the Raiders. What did I just say? The Ravens. Oh, you're the Ravens. I'm taking the Ra. I think back to my emotional angle. If there's one crowd that I'm not super worried about traveling, I mean, sure, the Ravens have good fans, no doubt. But th- do you know how many Raiders fans live in Los Angeles, Sean? Do you- it's a prime time. Yeah, game. you're right. I'll probably. T- uh, you're Raiders. Right. <laughs> They're they should be jacked up for this. I just I'm worried. This just seems like the perfect defense for Lamar Jackson to carve up. Can I tell you one more thing? Sure. I'm already seeing it. You're gonna hear a lot about how the Ravens are a good team to take here. John Harbaugh or Jim Har no John Harbaugh, good ATS coach early in the season. You're gonna hear a lot of things. I think he's slowly changed as a coach, and I think flat out. Look, you can take one one of two stances here. You can say Lamar is going to continue to evolve, or you can say, "Hey, he failed to evolve last year. Why would I expect him to pr- to regress forward and not regress back? If he failed to to get that deep passing game in, I'm not going <laughs> to say progress. Uh, if he failed to get that deep passing game going last year, what what makes us think he's going to figure it out this year? And if he doesn't figure it out this year, what? Of course, I think defenses are going to have a better clue on how to stop this. They've had an all uh, entire off season to look but at. But the, the Raiders, the Raiders' defense is pretty bad, and John Gruden systematically blew up their offensive yeah. line. I'm going. Hey, I'm going Ravens. You sticking with it? I'm going Ravens. I, I was briefly considering. Spot, Las Vegas, but I'm going to take the Ravens. I'll, minus I'll put this in the same category as the, I, I think, uh, the Houston game. I think John Gruden has just done everything he can to undermine uh Carr and his confidence. And I think this game is going to get close. He's going to tighten. He's going to turn the ball over in the Ravens. It'll be like a 28, 21 game. Yeah. I mean, again, if this is Sunday afternoon, I agree with you, but this is Monday night football, Monday night in the star. In I the mean, what, star. what do you think Gruden's going to require? Gruden's going to be like, you know, slamming uh nose beard, decaf nose beaters <laughs> through into his team's face. I, well, I'm sure the line, you know, we'll be betting it at the win in Las Vegas. Hopefully before we head over to the game, hang out in that uh, win that that club that they have in the end zone that's going to be pretty awesome. Going to have to talk to bosses about uh letting us into the uh the win. I think this I think this spread gets down to 3 because I ever, all everyone will be loading up on the Raiders no, in I think Las the Vegas. No, in Las Vegas though. Oh, eh, maybe. Think we'll find a local casino maybe. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see if wins a <laughs> If when uh, moves the number down to three Tony. and a half or three, <laughs> Tony's got you a good number for uh, for the Vegas Raiders. All right, Kramer, let's do it. Lock, dog, and tease. Happy Brought to you by our uh, good buddies over at Underdog Fantasy, home of the Best Ball Mania Two contest. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and uh, click our link over at SportsGamblingPodcast.com. Sign up there. Use the promo code SGPN for your shot. At winning one million dollars. Oh my god! Okay, Kramer, lock, dog, and tease. What do you got? 
I mean, for my lock, uh, it's 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 got to be Tennessee. I I, I think I'm going to mm. position. I, I think a it's a good number. B I'm sticking to it. I think Kingsbury. I think Kingsbury as a coach regresses this year, and all of this expected uh, step forward just doesn't happen. For my dog, boy, it'd be fun to take a lot like a dog like the Lions, right? We could be facing a rookie quarterback with a three to one ticket, uh, with a quarterback who knows how to win a game or two. Uh, I think I'm going to go there, Sean, because the price is right. I mean, if this is Trey Lance, if this is any of their quarterbacks, yeah. I mean, you're telling me I can take a three to one stab. Why not? And for my tease, let's throw the, I mean, of course I'm going to tease my giants up to a touchdown. Let's tease the dull up to eight and a half. And for the last leg, uh, let's, let's keep it Wong Texans plus eight and a half. Jags aren't beating anyone by nine points. Week one <laughs> for my lock Thursday night. The Bucks, Tampa Bay. I saved it for you. Minus six and a half for my dog. Hmm. What do I do here? Yeah. You, you were pretty chalky, Sean. No, what do you mean? I have a ton of dogs. Kind of chalky. I have too many dogs to choose from. I'll go, uh Yeah, I'll go uh fuck it. Go Philadelphia money line. Let's go. <laughs> Kicking the Siriani, uh Siriani era off right. A tease in Green Bay up to eight and a half. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? That's you. I mean, if Jordan loves Kansas it. City pick. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, look at you. Not worried about the hangover? No. And then I'll go uh Seattle plus eight and a oh, half. That's dangerous. That's gonna I still think we like there's still part of me that worries that Seattle is just broken. You know, they just they their their cupboards are dry. I mean, eventually, us taking them to to go over their win total every single lose. year eventually has to dry up. But I think you know, fields fried. Considered. Fields fried. And by the way, Sean, you had seven dogs. I had eight. So we're right down the middle. Right down the middle, guys. Merch Monday. Every Monday, giving away some merch. All you gotta do, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, every Monday on Twitter at Gambling Podcasts, decide to randomly reward one of our listeners with some sweet, sweet merch. So head over there, Sports Gambling Podcast. Rate, review, share, spread the word. Domination. Hashtag DGens only. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean Stacking the Muddy Green, and he is Ryan. Sean, shout out to Tom Brady for joining the Crypto Cause. Kramer, let it ride.